On today's episode of The Family Vacationer, we'll look at multi-generational travel. As more and more extended families look to travel together, we're going to examine some of the challenges that come with this kind of travel and suggest some exciting options as well. Episode 9 starts now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny, the go-to podcast for families on the move. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is Episode 9 of The Family Vacationer. So this is Thanksgiving week here in the U.S. We're extremely thankful for all of our listeners and the fantastic guests that we've had thus far on the Family Vacationer. We've really enjoyed doing the podcast, and we're grateful for the opportunity to bring you these episodes. So before we jump into today's show, we want to encourage our listeners to engage with us online. You can check us out on Facebook at facebook.com backslash the Family Vacationer podcast. Or check us out on Instagram, at The Family Vacationer. We'd love to get feedback from you and hear some ideas you might have about future shows. So what is multi-generational travel? It's exactly like it sounds. It's when three or more generations of family travel together. Now, this kind of travel has been topping the travel trends for quite a while now, and it it gives family members that are geographically separated the opportunity to reconnect. Now, additionally, these trips provide ways to celebrate milestones like birthdays, new members to the families, anniversaries, and even trips to trace the family history. The travel industry even has a category called PANK, Professional Ants with No Kids. Seriously, that's the thing. Now, for, <laughs> for single career women that collectively spend billions traveling with nieces and nephews, and that was some new information there. I, I, I never had one of those ants. I, I would like to have one of those ants now, maybe. Yeah, I, I just got to go to their house once a summer. Right. It's pretty right. boring Can stuff. we rent one of those ants, you think, I, I, that will spend billions on travel? That, that should be a business idea. <laughs> we'll, we record a few episodes. We'll look into that. We'll trademark something. <laughs> All right, well, if you consider the statistics from our 2016 travel study from AARP, 91% of millennials say a multi-generational trip is something they take every year. These trips, along with bucket lists and summer vacations, are among boomers' top three favorite types of trips. Now, the grandparents are typically the ones footing the bill with 35% paying for the trips to help the families take trips they couldn't otherwise afford. Now, there are obvious challenges that come along with traveling this way. Finding ways to keep everybody entertained is at the top of the list. Yes. You have... Three kids, so yes. you know what that's about, right, Rob? Well, yeah, just getting my 18-year-old to want to do something that my three-year-old wants to do. Oh, good luck. Yeah, thank you, Disney Plus. That's helped that. But uh, <laughs> oh man, no much kidding. less trying to get something my three-year-old wants to do that my grand that my uh, mom and dad want to do, or that my in-laws mm-hmm. want to do. So yes, yeah. very challenging. It is now. What appeals to a grandmother, or grandfather, though? is typically different than what appeals to children, just like you're talking about with your oldest and your youngest. But additionally, you know, the mobility issues have to be considered as grandparents get older. You know, we've been, we've, we've dealt with that in our family alone going to Disney last time. Oh yeah. Uh, But you add to that the logistical issues when you extend the family and everybody's together present Mm -hmm. and just figuring out where to have dinner is something that could become a point of contention oh, in that, itself. That can become a free-for-all. I, exactly. You normally have, there's different, obviously there's different uh, types of personalities in every mm-hmm. extended family. Yep. You've got some folks who, who want to be the decision makers and yeah. some folks who are who are go with the flow types. And then you've got folks like me who are kind of in the middle. Like I've got 
some like yeah. when we go to the beach, there are some yeah. places that I have to go to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If I go to Destin, I've got to go to the back porch restaurant. Exactly. Just, <laughs> right. Right. I don't care what else we do, but uh-huh. I've got to go there. Uh-huh. But then, but you have other folks in the family who are like they like to plan every little thing, and so getting everybody on the same page can can be a bit of an issue. But and, and you know, sometimes you go, I just want you to make a decision. <laughs> right. And there's the people that go, I, it doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> Come on, man. But and I'm not throwing my wife under the, well, okay, so I am a little bit throwing my wife under the bus. Yes, but you she, are. She'll do one of these things where she'll go, well, I don't care where we go. So you sit there and go through 20 different options. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so you do care where we're going. Yeah. You do care. Why don't you just say it? <laughs> just tell me where you want to go. Uh, but in these instances, it's important to remember the goals of the vacation, not mm-hmm. to argue with each other, not a wrestling match yeah. uh, in the middle of the beach, but right. it's creating stronger bonds and making memories. Mm-hmm. These are trips that requ- really require everyone to pack extra patience and step out of their comfort zones a little bit. I know in years past, we've wound up in Orlando simply from the thought of, well, if the kids are happy, we'll all be happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not certain that's always the right approach. Of course, it really depends heavily on the family and the personalities involved. The key is mm-hmm. to find destinations that offer a variety of options that can accommodate a wide variety of personalities and ages. That can be easier said than done, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, my, my parents will be celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary this year, and they wanted to take us on a trip, which is nice. It's their 50th anniversary. They want to take us on a trip. Yeah. But um, Alaska was the first choice, and it's an exciting destination. But mm-hmm. as we were looking into it, we weren't sure that a week on a boat yeah. in Alaska, like my children would, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, there's more ice for yeah. us. It's great for, for a three year old going, okay, where's the theme park? Where's the, right. you know, where's the roller coaster? What so we, now? we just, we just didn't feel like the appeal would be there for everybody going. So we pivoted to a cruise where mm-hmm. we're going to perfect day at Coco Cay and yeah. Yeah. it's got tropical weather. It's got beaches. It's got mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. that'll appeal to everyone. Right. Well, you're talking about options a minute ago, so I guess the question is, what are some options? So where can you go for a vacation that's going to get everybody in your family excited? In this episode, we're going to look at some options right after this message from our sponsor, The Language Tutor. Hey guys, it's me, Danny. You know, Rob and I are always talking about traveling, and to me, one of the best things about traveling outside of the country is the opportunity to learn and practice foreign languages. You ever thought about learning a foreign language? Well, now's the time. Stop thinking about it and make it happen. All you need to do is go to YouTube and type in The Language Tutor, and you're going to find me. And you'll find my channel with lots of great Spanish lessons. And guess what? More languages are coming soon. French, Portuguese, English for Spanish speakers, and who knows what else the future holds. It's your one-stop channel for learning foreign language. And get this, you can even go to the Language Tutor Spanish podcast and practice everything you learn while you're on the go. So go to YouTube and type in the Language Tutor and make sure you subscribe and click that notification bell so that you'll never miss any of our great new lessons on the Language Tutor. I hope to see you there. The easy trip is to go sit on a beach somewhere together, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, that's never a bad option for me. I love going to the beach. Um, I'd rather be at the beach than just about anywhere, as a matter of yeah, fact. Yeah. But that being said, let's look at some other options that, that might have some value for a multi-generational mm-hmm. trip. So making history come alive. This is right up my alley right here. Yep. And I'm going to give some airtime to my inner geek here. I, I think this is one of the coolest trips a family can take. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're 
kids are interested in history or study American or world history in school, it's the perfect time to take a family trip. Grandparents, parents, and even the children will have a unique perspective. I'll never forget being in New Orleans. We talked about this before we started uh, recording the podcast, but yeah. I visited the National D-Day Museum, mm-hmm. which is a great museum. Um, I was there behind a family where the grandfather was actually in World War II wow. and actually on the beaches of Normandy participating in D-Day. And he's telling his family stories that went along with the exhibits. And like I told yeah. you, I kind of asked, I kind of leaned over and I said, can I be part of your family for the day? And they're like, yeah, yeah come on, walk with us. So I walked all around the museum with them. Um, and got to listen to the grandfather tell stories of you know from the perspective yeah. of actually being there. And yeah. that that really made that museum come alive. And I just want to interject something here. You know, things like this. I am a history person. Uh, I, you know, and my daughter Zoe, my youngest, she's just like me. She's me and kid girl form, but she she and I can stand somewhere and just look and just sit there and contemplate. Yeah, this is where this happened. Now, you know. Good example is when, you know, we went to Hawaii, my whole family, Mm -hmm. my parents, my kids, all of us went to Hawaii several years ago. And of course we had to go to Pearl Harbor. Right. Now I was so lucky that I was there the same time an actual survivor was there. That's amazing. And this guy was in the Navy at Pearl Harbor and I'm standing there just listening to this guy talk. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you something. I, I've met a lot of celebrities. Yeah. I, I have met a bunch. But let me tell you, I I don't get impressed with them. Talking to this guy, yeah, uh, it, it blew my mind. Yeah. Absolutely. There's not that many of them left, I don't believe. No, so. there are not. That, you really were fortunate to get to, to hear that. Yeah. But this this is the kind of trip that obviously has a lot of value for every family member that's present. Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. again, I was telling Dan before we started recording the podcast that I'd like to take my kids mm-hmm. as they're studying American history to Washington, D.C. I mean, there's several days worth of museums, if not weeks of museums yeah, and exactly. exhibits that family members of all ages will, will, will would enjoy. Um, again, not throwing my wife under the bus, but yeah. her and my daughter are not history people, mm-hmm. so it's a little tougher to get them in that direction but when you're in dc though even if you're not even if history is not your thing you can't but you can't help but be impressed by everything around you oh yeah you hear people talking about how different generations are from one another but trips like these i feel like they show the commonality Mm -hmm. between generations yeah you know and also there are heritage trips Mm -hmm. now you know one of a better way to bring different generations of family together than by tracing your roots. Mm-hmm. Now, this is incredible. It, if if you've never done this kind of thing, you, you just have to do it. It's yeah. an exciting idea because you can start with gathering as much information on the history of your family as possible. You know, you got sites like uh, Ancestry.com. They can give you a lot of information on where your family came from. And you can build an entire trip around learning more about your family history. Mm-hmm. And you can even work with a travel agent if you want to, to find a guide that can lead your family through a tour of the family tree. Now, I'm, I'm just going to throw in something here. Yeah. Um, years ago, we, it was Christmas Day, and my brother and I had been tracing our family history on Ancestry. Right. Now, we were, at that time, we were in the 1500s on my dad's side, and we were in the 1200s on my mom's side. Wow. And, you know, a lot of these people came over from Wales and England, and um, we're in the area of uh, West Virginia, Morgantown, 
Well, we found we we've done the the tracing, and we found out. Well, we have family buried in Morgantown. Oh wow! So my brother says I'd love to go up there one day, and of course, I, you know, I, I had time off. Right. He had time off. My dad's retired, so we go. Well, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what, I'm not doing anything. So next morning at six o'clock, you know, we we hit the road. Yeah. So we That's got great. to go up there and walk the graveyard and there are all the Evanses that you know all the way back to the Revolutionary War. Wow. And we even found out there's a daughter of the American Revolution chapter uh named after Colonel John C. Evans. Now so he's a direct great 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 grandfather of mine. Yeah. And you know everybody you ask everybody about their family and they say, Well my my great great grandmother was an Indian princess or whatever. <laughs> you know, they're always Indian princess. But they were know, never a janitor. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we we did find out that this guy had fought alongside George Washington and George Washington oh, wow. spent the night on his farm and uh, it's amazing. So if you're listening and you've never done that, you need to embark on this adventure. You really do. You know, I was in Salt Lake City uh, for one convention or another, and one of the uh, most in-depth genealogy mm-hmm. libraries, I think, on the planet is actually oh, in Salt Lake City. Absolutely. So it would be even cooler, I think, to, to go there for a little trip. Yeah. You know, chase trace your family history there. And then surprise, you know, the rest of your family with a trip uh-huh. wherever your family comes from, like with right. Wales, you were saying. I think that's uh, similarly on my Jones side, that's uh, where a lot of, of us originated from. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Scotland and Ireland on the Scrog side. So, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, I think that would be interesting to go there and then, you know, kind of trace the history. Ancestry.com is yeah. great. Um, that. The library, I didn't have a chance to go when I was in Salt Lake, but I've heard people yeah. rave about the ability to go, mm-hmm. you know, way far back into your family history. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, another idea is national parks. Mm-hmm. So those na- the national parks, especially here in the United States, offer so much to see and do. Yeah. Starfield nights, biking, hiking, lots and lots of family time. So many mm-hmm. memories to be made here. Uh, let's face it. What family doesn't need to turn off the technology for a while and just enjoy nature? You got that right. I think my family would be at the head of that list. But mm. the older among you may not be may not be down with tent camping, but you could go with an RV, cabin yeah. rental route, something like that to keep everyone comfortable and happy. In the U.S. alone, there are amazing experiences waiting to be had, like the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. uh, Zion National Park. I think we mentioned during the uh, Vegas episode. Yeah. Yosemite, uh, Glacier, Great Smoky Mountains, just to name a few. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go to nps.gov, that's the National Park System website for more information. You can check that out there as well. I know personally the, fir- the t- first time mm-hmm. that my wife saw the Grand Canyon, I took her over. Just seeing her face, like I don't. Yeah. Have you been to the Grand Canyon? Uh, no, I have not. Amazing. So, you take the bus into a certain part there. It's got like a gift shop and whatnot, and then you kind of walk towards a trail. Mm-hmm. And so I'm talking to my wife, and then all of a sudden we take a step where it just kind of opened up. Yeah. And the look on her face. Oh. Man. I mean, it was just. It's like nothing you've ever seen. So I highly recommend. You know, an experience like that. I hear great things about Zion National Park. So, all that to say, the national yeah. park system—that's a good thing to check out. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, just throwing a little something extra in here. Every year for Christmas, my father-in-law 
he knows what he's going to get. He knows one of his presents because, um, you know, my wife and her sister buy him a national park pass. Oh, wow. Because, you know, they're retired. Yeah. They, they'll just take off and head up to Maine. Yeah. Or oh, awesome. wherever. Yeah. They, they do it all the time. He had, and, but he has a national park pass. Mm-hmm. So they get into all these great places and see incredible things. Yeah. But, you know, speaking of giving gifts, <laughs> next trip we're going to talk about is time to give back. The time to give back trip. You know, how about using a family trip as a way to give back to others? Family members serving others together is a really, really powerful bonding experience. Mm-hmm. Now, you can schedule this kind of trip through your local church if you want a, a mission trip experience. And there, there are also other volunteer organizations that can offer families the opportunity to serve others or even help protect the environment. Absolutely. Uh, so cabin rental. How about renting a cabin somewhere for the family? Um, up in the mountains, take a snowfield vacation together. My wife's family, we've done this for several years now uh, around Valentine's Day. We'll mm-hmm. rent a cabin up in the uh, around Great Smoky Mountains area. Yeah. Take food, play family games, do a little hiking. Mm-hmm. Not, not too much hiking. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, even been known to do some talent shows. I think yeah. I have some video of that that I would... Um, Love to blackmail some of the family with, but wait, uh, wait, 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 are, are you talking? Uh, you've been, have you done any talent shows? I, I always wind up to be the judge. Okay, uh, I, I worked that out specifically so that there's no video. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, no, okay, I'm just going to tell all the listeners out there something. Rob is a really good singer. He, oh. He's going to deny oh. it. You listen to oh. him, he's going to deny it. Bless your heart, Dave. He is a really good singer. <clears throat> that's those are fun memories. I did the American Idol show at uh, Hollywood Studios one time. Oh yeah, yeah. My daughter begged me, and I auditioned and made it on the show. That's awesome. I won't tell you what song they made me sing. I it was, was really horrible. Lo- is there a video of that? There's no video. I but I want to get off on the on a rabbit hole here. But this is worth well, it. I, like, well, I have pictures. That's about it. But I'm telling you, they they said let's go into Dan's mind and find the worst song that's ever been written. <laughs> Did you do the Macarena? Because if I really no. would need to see that video, no, know? but it might relate to Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, and it aches me to, to tell you what it was. I would have to talk to your wife see if we can find that. One. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, um, it, that's fine. I was talking about cranking up the silliness, and so mm-hmm. <laughs> Dan doing achy breaky heart. Wow. Um, so one of my favorite trips uh, from growing up with my parents and my brother, we rented a cabin. Right above Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, the power went out. I believe it was around Christmas. I think hmm. we wanted to do something different for Christmas. We rented the cabin. We played goofy games by candlelight for like a day and a half. It was awesome. Great memories. There. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, um, more often than not, though, those types of areas offer skiing, snowboarding opportunities. So plenty of things that'll that'll appeal to all ages. Mm-hmm. Well, another thing I want to mention cruises yes okay everything in one place fun cruises offer your family the ability to tour exciting ports of call and also all the shipboard activity that you can imagine the modern ships offer activities ranging anywhere from water slides go-kart tracks vr (laughs) playgrounds laser tag escape rooms and much more and this is my downfall the seemingly endless Food options, <laughs> dinner three, dinner number four, right? You, <laughs> Where you get a menu and go, yeah, I'll take it all. Yeah. You can just bring it all. This just, is early dinner. This is second <laughs> dinner. 
free lately. like all the hot dogs you can eat, all the ice cream you can eat. Yeah. Oh man, it's, hey. it's terrible. Uh, so you know, oh, you can even play bingo on most ships these days. Which I, like. I've I've done. I've, I've I felt like I was yeah. eight hundred years old, but I was. Yeah, you know, they people attribute that to a senior citizen activity, but it's all good. Yeah, bingo's cool. Listen, my wife and my sister in law got yeah. very competitive with it. So oh yeah, it's See, not just for the uh, retired folks. Exactly. Now. Obviously, Disney Cruise Line offers some unique family-oriented entertainment. Yes, now, you got a story about that, right? Well, not about Disney, but we uh, we did do a cruise. Um, my daughter graduated high school this past summer, mm-hmm. and so she, bless her heart, uh, didn't go with her friends anywhere. She took her parents and her grandparents and her aunt and uncle on a cruise. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely offers something for everyone. Yeah. Um, we, we had really bad weather. We're actually going to cover this, um, in a future podcast. Yeah. Um, we went out on Royal Caribbean Mariner of the sea and stopped at a perfect day at Coco Cay, which was awesome. Um, even though we yeah. had awful weather and that's something that you can't really blame on the cruise line. Yeah, you can't. But uh, the entire trip pretty much rained the whole time. So, uh, no, but even, even still, even yeah. like Coco Cay, we were there, and if it's lightning within a certain amount of uh, mileage, then they shut everything down. Right. So we went back to the ship early. But they, I mean, there's game shows. There's mm-hmm. good grief. We did the escape room on the Mariner of the Sea, which was was interesting. Those are big now. Yeah. Oh, I, I love doing escape rooms. But yeah. uh, but we did that and. Can't remember all the other things. I mean, there there was a uh, my sister in law did a some kind of it wasn't a new it was a mar- it was husbands versus wives kind yeah. of game. That's always a oh my lord. Bonus. I, if there was video of that, I could blackmail <laughs> her with that as well. But uh, but yeah, cruises offer a little bit for everybody. So yeah, good choice for families. And uh, did Coco when you were there, Coco K? Did they yeah. have the the playground that sits out in the water? Uh, I did not see it. Now they had, they just opened the water park, okay. which offers like the tallest water slide in North America or something crazy like oh, that. Okay. Um, they have like zip lines. Mm-hmm. You can rent jet skis. Um, you can rent snorkel equipment. Yeah. Um, they've got a pool with a swim up bar. They've got, um, actually, the best food that we had on the entire cruise, believe it or not, was at a little hamburger shack oh. on Coco Cay. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't, you know, when you talk about food on cruises, and again, we'll talk about this in a future podcast, but I wasn't really that impressed with the quality of the food. Now, yeah. the quantity, they overwhelm you with. Yeah, yeah they do. Because <laughs> you can have, I mean, it's, it's, when I got that, when we sat down for the first dinner and they gave us the menu and, I'm like, I didn't really understand how to, you know, what I could order. Right. The, the waiter's like, well, you can order everything if you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's really up to you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'll have two of those, one of those, you know. Yeah. So anyway, but um, it, when it comes to multi-generational, it, it was definitely something that appealed yeah. to my in-laws all the way down to, to my daughter. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Even my sister-in-law were sitting there at dinner. You know, you go to the nice dinner one night. Right. And we were trying to decide between lobster and prime rib. That's that's a first world problem, but it is a first world. I feel stupid almost saying this right now, but it it was a tough night. You know? Lobster, mm, well, why didn't you just go with both? I mean, we did. <laughs> Mitzi, she says, you know, let's just get both. And I said, all right, okay, so, sold. We want both, man. <laughs> 
Awesome. Well, that's the show for this week. We want to wish everyone listening a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Hope you spend some quality time with your families. And if you're looking for some assistance planning that multi-generational vacation, send me an email at rob at thefamilyvacationer.live. I would love to help you out with that. The multi-generational trips are really one of my favorite family vacations to plan. So by all means, if that's on, on the horizon for you, shoot me an email. Let's get you planning that vacation. Also, visit us on Facebook at the Family Vacationer Podcast and tell us about your multi-generational trip with your family. I'd love to hear some stories from, mm, from some of our listeners. And check back with us in two weeks as we talk to Danny about his recent trip to New York City with his daughter Zoe. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.